Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hey friends, welcome back to the Passion Connected Podcast. I am so glad you are here. Today we are talking about something that has been requested from me so much and I really do have a heart to share on and it's really crazy that I haven't really talked about it here before, which is talking about talking to our kids about sex. So this is obviously for the people who have kids of whatever age group. I really don't think it just stops with the kids that you have in your home. I think that it can be anything from um, you're pregnant or you're thinking about having kids all the way up to kids are already out of the house. Um, They have kids of their own, whatever it looks like, whoever your kids are in whatever family structure. um, There's this is going to be really, really helpful information. And it's been requested a lot. Um, And I've got so much to give on this. And there's so much more than what I can fit into this episode. Um, So today we're, we're really just going to target that why. Why do we talk to our kids about sex? We're not going to be able to get into the nitty gritty details here, but I hope to provide that for you guys soon. But why is it even important? Um, Why does it matter? How does it influence them? How does the way that we interact with them as we talk with sex, like what does it do for their life? What damages can be done and, and what things can you prevent and what good things can you bring into their life? Um, and so if you don't have kids yet, this is also still a really good conversation to have. And I hope you stick around because this is one of those things that before Kyle and I ever even started having kids, I was really intentional about learning what was appropriate and what I wanted for my kids. Because when you get married and you start thinking about having kids and and that's sort of in the works, that's one of those things that you talk about is how you're going to parent and and what are the things that you went through that you would change? What are the things that you really appreciated from your parents that you want to integrate into your life and, and into your marriage and into your parenting down the road? And it has been so, so beneficial to learn about this before I even had kids because when things have actually started to come my way, now that my kids are starting to grow up, I, I've been more prepared. I've been ready. I've been ready for the first awkward moments, the first awkward little conversations and questions that you can get from a little toddler. And I'm ready for what is coming down the road. And I'm excited for those things. And I'm not nervous because I have some of that information in my back pocket. I know where I want to go. I know where I stand on things. I know where my husband stands on things and and how we're going to parent and how we're going to work together and who's saying what and doing what and all of that. And I think that that's really important. You don't want to walk into conversations about sex with your kids and have absolutely no idea where you're going and have, have no idea what you're going to say when and how, and what that's going to look like. Um, because I think what happens for a lot of people is they don't even think about this. They don't even think why I should have conversations about sex with my kids and what I should talk about. And then time just keeps going. 
You'll be amazed how time just keeps going. It just keeps rolling and it just keeps getting put on the back burner and you keep wondering, okay, should I talk about it now? And then you don't. And then something hits you and it comes out of nowhere and you're like, man, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect that question. I didn't expect this thing to happen. And all of a sudden it's like, I wasn't prepared because I didn't sit down and process this. So let's have a conversation today. Let's talk about this. Why talk to your kids? Why talk to your kids about sex? And I'm starting ground zero. Let's go back to the original thought process on and not get nervous about what we're going to say and what we're going to do, but really get to the heart of why are we even going to have this, this conversation? Why is it important to talk to my kids about sex? And the first thing that comes to mind, and I've said this to a few people, and I, I just think that it's been really, really impactful is to remember your place and your role and that you have influence. But if you choose, if you choose not to have influence in this place, someone else will. If you don't teach your kids about sex, who is going to do it? Who is going to, who is going to teach them? What is going to teach them? They are going to learn at some point in their lives. And it's not always fun for parents to hear this. They're going to learn what pornography is. They're going to learn what good sex is. They're going to learn what, what all of it is. I mean, where are you? Where are you at in your life? What are the things that you know that you wish you hadn't known, that, w- that you wish you hadn't seen, that you wish you had known, that you still are working towards knowing and towards getting? They're going to be in that same place. They're going to follow you. And it's crazy, but statistically, your kids will have almost a spitting image of your sex life. I mean, whatever goes on behind closed doors with you and your partner, you and your spouse, more than likely, that is the kind of sex life that your child will have. But that can change. That can change if you are one of the people who decides to have influence. And I think a lot of parents get into this thing where, you know, they wait for their kids to come to them. The kids aren't going to come to you. They don't know what to ask. And if you aren't the first to bring it up, then in their mind, it's going to be this sort of taboo subject. It's going to be this thing where it's like, well, they've never really talked to me, so I I don't really think I should bring it up. Don't expect your kids to be the strong ones in this situation. Don't expect your kids to be the ones to, to bring the questions to you. You've got to come, you've got to sit with them and you've got to say, I want to open this door so that you feel like you can talk to me. I'm not going to like bombard you with scary stuff. I'm not going to whatever else it is. I'm just going to open this door and say, hey, sex is a thing. Let's talk about it. And obviously this is going to vary depending on, you know, your age range for a two-year-old. It It's, you know, over absolutely over their head. So for I for my daughters who are three and a half and um, two right now, we just tell them mom and daddy have special time. And it's just our special time. And they know what private parts are. They know their bodies. They understand. We've, we've taught them what body parts are and, and how, um, what the specific names are and all that sort of stuff. So they know those things and they know that there is a special thing that happens with mommy and daddy's bodies that they're not a part of. And they see that mom and daddy are happy about it and we're excited about it and we're okay with talking to them about it. Now they don't ask. They don't have any more questions. They don't really care. Every now and then they'll ask, mommy, why do you hide your boobies? 
(laughs) or mommy, what is this thing? What is that thing? How does this work? Why do you and daddy have special time? And it's few and far between. So they really don't ask very much, but they feel the freedom to be able to ask. They know that there's something there and they understand that. And that is the start of the conversation for us where down the road, they're going to feel more open. They're going to feel more like this is something that we can talk about. And mom and dad are not afraid to talk to us about it. So, you know, again, going back a little bit, if you don't do it, somebody else is. And a lot of parents think that the kids are going to bring it and they're going to be the ones to open up that conversation. No, no, somebody else is going to bring it to them or something else. There's going to be an internet search gone wrong. There's going to be a friend that mentions something. There's going to be something that happens and they're going to start learning about it without you. And that is not what you want. You want, you have the biggest level of influence in their life for a short period of time. Use it, use it to your full advantage. And if the kids are already out of the house, you can still have conversations. I think it is so crazy. I have conversations with family members who, you know, they're not my kids, but I certainly would feel comfortable with them being that same age, being 20s, 30s, whatever, and talking and asking, hey, how are you doing? I ask that to people and it's not awkward. It's honestly completely fine. And most all of them have said, I'm so thankful that you ask. And they know that it's just an open space. They know that it's an easy conversation. They know that obviously this is what I do for a living. So the conversation is always on the table. But because I am comfortable with it, because I am open, because I am loving, because I am there and just ready to help and support, we can have those kinds of conversations. Um, And so start that from the beginning. And if you know, your kids are older and out the house or they're teenagers and may not be inclined to talk about it. Maybe you've never talked about it before. Start now. You can start. You can start with love and intention. Why do we talk about it? Because you talking about it is going to change their life. This is a huge, intimate, beautiful part of life. And you want to be able to communicate that to them. If you don't communicate that, this is another kind of on the flip side of things. Why do we talk to them? You know, because someone else might and or will, um, because it's important, all of these sorts of things. But also, why do we talk to them? Because if we don't, that also says something. I think there is more impact in the silence than there is sometimes even in what you what you say. You know, there's all these parents that have these conversations, these one-off conversations where they're like, we're going to have a, a sit down and talk about the birds and the bees. And, and it's going to be at this specific age when they're 12. And we're going to take them into the room and we're going to pull up some pictures and some diagrams. And we're going to have this sort of conversation. If you're there, like... <laughs> First of all, that's just not the way to do that. We're not going to get into all the whys and the hows of, of, of going about this. We're going to have to do that later because otherwise this podcast episode is going to be two, three hours long. Um, but that that's not how to go about this. This should be an open door conversation. And a lot of parents will have these one-time conversations and they think, oh, well, I talked to them. Like, that's fine. You know, I, I, I told them what I know and what they need to know and, and we're all good. All of the other times that you could have taken to talk to them, all of the other times that you could have opened that door back up again, just periodically and said like, hey, 
you know what we talked about? Like, I'd love to have another time. Like maybe we can go out and have a daddy daughter date. Maybe we can go out and have a mommy daughter or mommy son or whatever it is time together and just have a really good conversation and just chat about it. Just chat about what you know now and, and how you feel about things. And and if you have any questions and just have a really, really good time. If you don't take those opportunities, that is silence. And that silence often says more to kids than anything. The more silent you are about sex, the more they're going to feel like there is shame there. There's a reason not to talk about it, that they can't have these conversations, that it is something that is so private that if they were to have a problem, like it shouldn't be brought up. If they were to have a joy, it shouldn't be brought up. We only talk about it once. We only talk about it in this situation or in that situation. What is that going to bring into their future relationship? All that's going to bring to them is that they can't have these conversations even with their spouse about sex. If they have a problem, if they have intimacy issues, so many people don't actually communicate about sex. And I think it starts with the parents. I think you take it all the way back and you say, did their parents ever talk to them about sex? No. So why would they ever talk to anybody else about it? If their parents were the people raising them, were the closest to them for a really long period of time, were the person that they lived with the most for a really long period of time or guardian or whoever it is that is the most influential in their life, never ever talked about this, it shouldn't be talked about and I'll just keep it to myself no matter what the consequences, no matter what the problem. Your silence says so much. So why do we talk about sex? Because we should not be silent about it. We shouldn't be silent about it. So many people have said to me, well, you know, it's just something private. It's just between me and my husband and, and we just don't really feel comfortable talking about it that much. Like they'll, they'll have their own relationship when they, you know, get married or whatever. And I understand that sex is a private thing. There are so many things that I don't share here on the podcast because it is, it's private. It's me and my husband. It's really intimate. It's our thing. And there are things that I will never, ever share with my kids because it is private and it is personal. And I get that. But I want to do a little bit of pushback here and say, if you're you, if you're saying it's private and it is more than just that, that's where you have a problem. If you are simply only being private about your sex life and not sharing anything with your kids I just want to question you, are you doing that because your sex life isn't that good? Are you doing that because you have shame? Are you doing that because you're afraid or you don't know what to talk about to them? Or maybe you never had those kinds of conversations, so you just feel awkward. Or maybe you don't have that greater relationship with your kid and so you don't know how to do that or where to start. If those are the reasons then stop using the cover up of it's just it's private. That's just a cover up. And that's something that you've got to push back. And you've, you've got to come to terms with yourself and actually own up to where you really are and say, you know, we're saying this, but really, it's just because we've never put in the effort to learn what we need to learn to do what we need to do. Or we, we haven't pushed past the awkwardness, or we haven't, haven't figured out what we really think about things. Maybe you don't know what you believe about how sex should be. Maybe your sex life isn't that great. So you don't know how to communicate to your kids. That's completely understandable. And, and I get that. Don't let it be something that stops you 
and don't just lie to yourself that it's just private. So many times people want to use privacy as this cover up thing and, and keep it hush hush. And more often than not, I find that the people that want to keep it private have something to hide. And the people that want to keep it private have something that they feel shameful over, or they really just don't want to get into that thing. It's not that it's this intimate, beautiful thing that they keep to themselves, which is a thing. It is intimate and beautiful and, and you should keep parts of it close to yourself and your heart, but don't use that as a cop out for something else. So, but that's just a little push there. And I mean, as a side note additive to that, if your sex life isn't that great, why should you still talk to your kids? Because they should hear that from you. What do they get in this, in media, in life? This idea that sex is grand and amazing and it happens exactly like this and it goes exactly like that. I mean, reality check, sometimes it's not that great. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes there's problems. Sometimes there's kids. Sometimes there's being pregnant. Sometimes there's temptations. Sometimes there's difficulties. Sometimes there's cheating. Sometimes there's life. Who better to teach that to them than somebody who's going through life instead of someone who's pretending to be life on a screen? Who better to teach them that maybe there might be problems down the road than you? And I'm not saying you have to share every single problem with them, whatever it is, depending on their age and all of that sort of stuff. And I'm certainly not sharing every problem that Kyle and I have ever been through with our kids. But to just actually say, you know, I just wanted to tell you, I know we've been having these conversations about sex and there's a lot of questions that you've had. And I just want to let you know, it's not always perfect. And there's going to be a time. And I think I've mentioned this here on the podcast before, but I had a professor one time who told each and every person to stand up and say multiple times over at some point in my life, my body will fail me sexually. And it was so, so good for an entire auditorium of, I don't even know. I mean, there had to, that pro- what probably 100 people in there and we were all saying this out loud and it was just so affirming to hear every other person was owning the fact that there's going to be problems in this life there's going to be a time where I'm old and decrepit and I can't have sex anymore there's going to be a time where I'm going to deal with something that's really really difficult sexually and if I hide that and if I keep that completely covered and and secret in my life and make it out like everything is rainbows what am I putting to my kids? I'm putting an impossible, impossible standard on them that I never, ever, ever want them to have. I don't want them to look at me as, oh, well, mom does a podcast about sex. And so, you know, everything is rain. No, it's not. It is not. I'm a human being and I've been through crap and I will go through crap. Sex is great and it's also difficult. And that's what I want to teach my kids. And so if you are going through hard times and that's the thing holding you back from talking to them, don't let it be. Just use whatever you can, use whatever's appropriate, whatever you can share or should share and use it in a way that is going to benefit them for the rest of their lives. You don't want to traumatize them. This isn't a free for all. So don't just like tell them everything, you know, at the age of two. This is being intentional and being the biggest influence in their life as as much as you can be. Sex isn't the boogie monster. There are, there are scary things out there. 
There are bad things out there and sex is not one of them. We should communicate to our kids reality, which is beautiful, difficult, wonderful, painful, trying, loving, connecting, pleasurable, complicated, but easy sex. We have the opportunity to do that. And that is why we should talk to our kids about sex. So I really encourage you in whatever form that you feel ready to maybe have a conversation with your partner about what do you think is appropriate? um, Where do we stand on different things? What do we want to communicate to them? How often do we feel like we should get started? Get started on this. Don't, Don't just set it off to the side. Start being your kid's biggest influence in their sex life. It is going to be so, so valuable to their life. I promise you want to do this for them. They are going to thank you for it down the road. They are. They're going to appreciate it so much when they realize, you know, my parents did something different than every other parent out there and actually really cared for me and cared for this area of my life. And I am forever grateful to them for that. Okay, friends, I hope this was really helpful. I love these kinds of conversations. I can't wait to have more conversations with you about how to talk to your kids about sex. If you are a parent who has a kid in the age range of either getting engaged or is newly married or something like that, I have really exciting news. I have found a way to make passionate beginnings giftable to them. And this has been requested and I am so excited to present it to you guys. So passionate beginnings, you know what it is. It is my complete package for gaining confidence and all of the knowledge you need to have beautiful, intimate, wonderful pleasure starting your sex life off with a bang. And so if you are a parent or you are a grandparent and you know somebody who is about to get married and or newly married, this is so, so necessary for their life. It is everything that they need to know. So whether you've covered all those bases or not that we talked about in this podcast, whether you have all of the information in your back pocket, this is why I am here. I have this information. This is my life. This is my love and my passion. And I am so ready to get it out in the world and take care of those loved ones that you have. And so if that sounds interesting to you, if you have that kid that you know is going to need those tools in their back pocket to prevent all of the problems, to help work through problems they might have in the future, to find pleasure, to find love and beauty and intimacy and figure out what this whole sex thing is, then I have got your back. Go ahead and check it out in the show notes. I can't wait to see you over there. And I will see you guys here next week.